welcome to the Advance Your Art podcast, where we talk about the journey from artist to entrepreneur and everything in between. You've worked hard to hone your craft. Now take it to the next level with tips, techniques, strategies, and routines used by successful artists to grow their businesses and careers. Now, let's get started and have some fun with your host, Yuri Cataldo. Catherine, how are you today? I am very well. Thank you, Yuri. Excellent. That's that's good to hear, especially during these times. Where are you calling uh, calling us from? Grand Junction, Colorado. Wonderful. How long have you been in Colorado? Um, probably about 15 years, although it has been a family um, uh, place to, to come and visit. Most of my other family members are all here in Colorado. Okay, oh, great. So for my audience who uh, isn't familiar with you and your work, how do you describe yourself and what you do? I'm a senior citizen. I'm honest. Um, I'm uh, pretty uh, experienced in the, the world of uh, commerce. Mm -hmm. And uh, I am beginning to learn the world of words with books. Wonderful, wonderful. Um, so let's let's get into that because I know you have a very interesting and extensive background. Um, so let's start with furniture executive. What originally got you into the world of furniture, and what was that like? Um, it was very rewarding, very enriching. I learned a lot and I, it gave me the opportunity to talk to people mm -hmm. when you're selling furniture, especially expensive furniture, you have to be able to relate to that person and they have to learn to trust you. Mm -hmm. It's one of those businesses where you, you can spend time with people as opposed to quickly uh, going through a sales transaction is done and over with and you forget about them. With furniture, it's a little different. Yeah. Well, could you, is, would you be able to tell us what furniture company you worked for and what type of furniture you were selling? Uh, sure. Originally, uh, the first one was a mom and pop store that had been in existence for 30 years. Mm -hmm selling uh, recliners and, um, you know, a lot of inexpensive furniture. When I came into it, uh, almost immediately, we upgraded. We started uh, selling more expensive furniture and spent time with uh, the, the clients as opposed to getting them out the door and taking their check. Okay. Excellent. And so how did, how did your career evolve in the, in the furniture industry? Um, again, I became uh, a very well-versed salesperson. I knew the product. I knew how it was made. I had visited many factories and was aware of the process and could talk to a customer and explain the process to them. Mm -hmm. I also uh, have a degree in advertising. So I, spent um, many, many months working 
with manufacturers designing product. In fact, with one particular manufacturer, I designed a bedroom set that was an absolute top seller for years and years in the U.S. and internationally. Wow. So it sounds like you had a fantastic career in there. What ultimately made you want to move on and, and I guess, retire from furniture sales? Um, I got out of it because I came to Colorado. My parents, both mother and father, were um, experiencing illness as they aged and needed help. So I came to Colorado to help them. Okay, good. So I want to talk to you then about your writing career and your books. Um, as we mentioned kind of before off off recording, you have five books um, with three yes. or, or two in, in the work right now. But uh, most recently, Lavender Moon, which came out in January, and then The yes. Cost of Freedom, which just came out in March. So let's... Correct. Yeah. So what initially made you want to become a writer? When I retired from the uh, furniture business here in uh, in Colorado, I felt I could write and generate some income. That, uh, unfortunately, has not come true yet due to <laughs> no media appearances, but I am working on uh, trying to get the word out, and hopefully this podcast will help. <laughs> well, ho hopefully it will help uh, as well. Uh, great. So, okay. So that. So let's talk about then your first book, Lavender Moon, uh, which so is a bi biography or sorry, a memoir. Biography. Yeah. It is. It is loaded with sex. It's quite an intimate book. It's very fast paced. Mm -hmm. um, uh, it does not cover um, any of my childhood memories, which I learned after I finished the book. I should have put some childhood memories in there, but. I did not. It starts uh, as an adult and ends as an adult. Mm -hmm. Okay. So it sounds like um, there's some a lot of racy details in there. What when you're with your first book? What there made are, you want want to be so open and honest um, and and revealing of your of your experiences? If you're writing a biography, you have to be. Uh, otherwise, you're, you're, the readers are not going to be able to relate to you if you're mm -hmm. telling lies about yourself. Mm -hmm. Did you, do you find that difficult um, starting off to be that open and honest? Absolutely. You have, being brutally honest, you really have to question why you are doing this. Yeah. So how did you how did you get over that? Because I mean, putting yourself out there is a difficult task. How did you get to the point where you could be open and honest and revealing with a lot of your experiences? I would write pages, look at them, and decide, no, that's really not how it went or how I felt. So let me rewrite it, and I did. And then pretty soon, you start telling the, telling the absolute truth, your your true feelings, and and uh, and what has happened in your life. So um, I actually uh, started enjoying it. Um, and then uh, the the books that, that follow, um, it continues in the same venue, although in fiction as opposed to real life. Mm, okay. 
So yeah, so let's talk about the, the book that just came out, Cost of Freedom. Uh, what, Cost made, of what made you decide to write that book? Um, well, I am a veteran. My father uh, was in the Air Force as well. My brother is a veteran, and I am a war buff. I enjoy um, movies and histories of both World War II and Vietnam. Um, I also have a, um, a medical or nursing background because of many things that I've experienced myself. So it kind of seemed natural, and um, it tells a very powerful love story between a nurse and a disabled veteran that that uh, lost it, a hand and a leg in Vietnam. It's quite honest. It brings his emotions and mine uh, to the surface, and I hope uh, the reader will understand the the passion that comes forth in it. Mm -hmm. Wonderful. And then you're also um, have written and releasing a, a follow-up. Is that correct? Cost of Freedom 2? It is at the publisher now. It should be okay. released um, uh, by the end of June. Okay, wonderful. So I'd like to talk about your process with this, with your your memoir, and then this these other the series that you wrote. Um, sure. How did you, besides the fact that you decided that you wanted to write these, what was it like? Did you you outline the the books first? Was it more of just you know sit down and write pages? How did you approach each of these projects? I think most of them, you get your ideas uh, lying in bed at night and you can't shut your brain off and you start thinking of different things. And then um, most of the time, if I'm um, in that that era, I um, have to get up and start writing things down on paper so I don't forget it or don't lose my chain of thought. Mm -hmm. So you mentioned you said writing in, in, in or uh, thinking in bed, did you find that you were more creative in the evenings or the different times throughout the day? Uh, no, mostly in the evenings because, you know, your brain is, is supposed to be resting, but it isn't, and a lot of things run through it at night, and you can't shut it off most of the time. Okay. Oh, great. So with that, would you... Um, get, get up and, and write down something on a, on a pad of paper? Would you get in front of your computer and just start typing? Or what would you do? No, I, I write uh, down on paper and uh, frequently I'm there two or three hours and maybe write 20 or 30 pages and then sit there and rewrite, rewrite it and edit uh, while I'm doing it. Mm -hmm. Oh, great. So with... Um, Let's, let's talk about the cost of freedom with so this sure. book this book being again not not a biography um did you with the structure of it how did you set up the structure and flow of the the text itself well i think it went uh it went from meeting and uh the the premise of the book is she is a nurse at a va hospital she mm -hmm. takes care of hospice patients, which really are terminal. Mm -hmm. And um, she has one particular special uh, patient, which I think uh, uh, readers will be surprised to find out 
how um, sensitive uh, this man is, and he has no arms. She is uh, is very good with her patients. She provides a non-medical touch. She kisses their forehead. She um, takes care of their medical needs and uh, is transferred um, after a short time in hospice to a PTSD group and helps veterans in this group who are suffering from various different triggers to the disease, one of which um, she is interested in. He is a Norwegian, a Viking. She um, understands him and and they develop a relationship and experience many different uh, things uh, on the road. He um, learns to live with his disease. She helps him uh, with it, with the disease and with his triggers for it. And um, they they go through life a loving couple. And again, it is uh, it does have a lot of sex. Sorry, but that's part of my writing. It's part of life. Uh, it's probably the most intimate type of conversation you can have. So I use it liberally. Great. Your so your characters themselves are they based off of people that you know or have known in the past, or are they more um, you know a, a combination of different things that you've come across? They're a combination, but I have listened to uh, probably thousands of stories from vets, both my dad and m- meeting many others in the furniture business, and vets are one of those people that they want to tell you about their experience. They want you to realize what they have done in the service of their country Mm -hmm. and they're proud of it. So they want you to hear it. And very few people will stand and, and listen to them. They get very verbal, they use foul language, but I understand it and have for years and years. Mm -hmm. Great. What made you decide to break the story up into two different parts? Why not just write one big novel? That's a question I've asked myself. I I certainly could have combined the the two um, books into one, but I felt there was a a particular breaking point at the end of of Cost of Freedom and a starting point for Cost of Freedom 2. Okay. Is there there any um, plans to continue the story or or have you kind of let the the characters, you know, have they developed as uh, as far as you want them to go with these two books? Yes, I think so. Okay. Okay, that's great. So let's talk about then you, you know, again, I I don't know how you have all the time because you're very prolific with this, but you have two other books that are coming out later. Um, Yes. The Alpha and the Hybrid. What, so what, what are these books about and what made you want to write about this topic? Um, the Alpha and the Hybrid are both psychological thrillers. This is about a woman from Aspen who uh, meets a veterinarian who has a wolf rescue and uh, she develops a relationship with him. He has traits of a wolf. He has instincts of a wolf 
and he sometimes uses them on the woman that he meets from Aspen. He actually bites her, and um, uh, they develop a relationship. She has a lot of money. He does not. He takes care of Department of Wildlife and Forest Service animals that are brought to him. He's a skilled uh, surgeon and um, uh, a, a very sensitive uh, man, doesn't understand why he has such a uh, tremulous relationship with the wolf. And they, through the, the book, he learns that he really doesn't have the instincts of a wolf that he thought he had. He thought of himself as an alpha, which is a leader of a wolf pack, and he's not. The pack is actually the alpha that controls him, mm-hmm. and he learns late in the book. So where does, I, I guess, again, and I know we've kind of talked about a little bit, but like, so this one especially, um, where does the idea from this come from? Is it your imagination? Is it you know, things it is my reading. imagination where it comes from. I have no idea. There was a um, a woman that had a wolf rescue up mm-hmm. in uh, Twin Lakes where my parents had a chalet, and I was aware of her. So uh, I think some con- unconscious thought uh, of her brought this uh, book on, and through through um, you know, my imagina- imagination, I came up with the storyline. I think it's quite unusual, and I think uh, the readers will enjoy it. Yeah. Oh, great. Where does, in so in general, with, with this, I'm sure you have dozens and dozens of ideas that come across your, your mind. How do you decide which idea to keep and then write a book about and which ideas to throw away? What happens, and I have uh, a lot of evidence of it here around the house, I'll start to, I'll get an idea and I'll start to write a story and I'll get 20 or 30 pages in, reread it and take a look at it and think, no, this is not right or I need more research to do this or I'm just not happy with the way it's coming out. So I discard it and I, you know, go on to something else because I'm not going to, continue beyond 20 or 30 pages until I'm satisfied that it is a good story and it is well written. Okay, that's good to know. Um, what about other practices you have that keep you, your, your mind active and creative? Do you just write or do you do other things as well? I still paint some. In fact, uh, the cover for the alpha and the hybrid is a painting of a wolf I did specifically for the cover. So um, it, it shows the, the golden eyes of a, of a wolf. And I think it, it um, immediately puts you in a mood to, to see what this wolf has to say. Mm-hmm. Oh, good. On each of your books, about how long does it take you to, to write one or to go from you know, idea all the way to completed manuscript? They're very quick, actually. Uh, most of the time, less than a month on each one. Mm-hmm. What is your so? 
we kind of talked about a little bit about your about your your practice, but is this is this something where you're writing every single day um, and then reviewing it, or do you you know do you do you have a specific time um, other than you know you getting ideas in the evening where you're like today I'm going to you know only write from you know one to two o'clock or something like that. I don't have any specific time I write until I'm uh, ready to do something else or I'm hungry. <laughs> okay. Oh, that's good to know. Excellent. And so your your painting and your writing, did they have have you always been somebody who who painted um or or wrote before all of this or was it something that you developed after your retirement? No, I've I've always done both. Um I've always been a letter writer. Unfortunately, most people do not write letters anymore, but I've always been one. I've always been able to uh, converse with words more so than uh, with a conversation. Mm -hmm. Okay. With the, then the publishing of your books, um, you mentioned your, right now your current books are are with a a publisher. How did you find them and, and what is that process like working with them? I, went online and researched several companies um, and got information back. However, because the books have a lot of sex in them, all of them have a lot of sex in them, you're limited to which publishers will be able to to put that book into print. A lot of them are not willing to do that and are not willing to take a chance on a new author. So you have to do a little research and I came across uh, Outskirts. I've been very pleased with them as a publisher. Mm-hmm. They're a little slow in response time, but uh, I'm pretty satisfied with them. Yeah, well, that's good. And so uh, did have they done all of your books? Yes. Okay, great, great. So with everything that you have done and experienced throughout your career, uh, what would you yes. say has been the best advice that you have ever received? Um, just again, uh, to reiterate, to to be honest, be honest with yourself and uh, with your readers. Well, I think that's well fantastic um, advice, and it sounds like that's exactly what you have done um, with everything you've with with all of your writing so far. If the it listener, is. I'm sorry, go ahead. Um, uh, just uh, a final statement, you know, as an author, I always want my words to convey to the readers the same raw emotions, fear, frailties, and love that my characters possess. Mm-hmm. Oh, good. The, the listeners of this podcast would like to buy your books or get in touch with you to hear more about what you're working on, where is the best place they can go to do that? Amazon or Barnes and Noble. They're, I mean, they're pretty much worldwide, but Amazon and Barnes and Noble. And I would appreciate to hear uh, comments and reviews on them. Mm -hmm. I am still a new author and I think I know a lot, but, you know, likely I probably don't. Okay. Oh, great. Well, I, I encourage the listeners that if uh, your writing is a particular flavor to definitely take a look and to leave a review. Uh, well, Catherine, I very much appreciate it. Thank you oh, very much, Yuri. Of course. Absolute pleasure. Um, and then again, I'll put links to Lavender Moon, Cost of Freedom, 
uh, in the show. And then once Cost of Freedom 2 comes out, I'll also add the links there as well. So listeners Bye, can I, click right through. I enjoyed talking with you. Thank you, Catherine, as did I. Bye-bye now. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Advance Your Hour podcast. If you like this episode, please go into iTunes and give us a five-star rating. And while you're there, hit the subscribe button so that every single time I release a new episode, it will go directly to you without even thinking about it. If you're interested in hearing older episodes, please go to AdvanceYourArt.com where you can find the catalog of everything I've done so far, as well as contact information and projects I'm working on. Thank you again, and have a great day.